Welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And on this episode, we are back for another Trope Talk. Uh, We asked um, the Buzzing About Romance community that's part of our Patreon and in the Discord server what tropes you wanted us to break down um, and give you all the recs for. And I really thought it was going to go one way. (laughs) Does it probably go the way we think it's going to go though? No, no, it never does. So those in the discord and those on Patreon voted and it was a very clear favorite that they needed all the fake relationship book recs. Mm -hmm. All the fakes. All the fakes. So for this episode, we're going to talk about fake dating, fake engagement, marriage of conveniences, arranged marriage, arranged relationship coaches, and also waking up married. Waking up married. The the drunk Vegas wedding. Right. Which I love. And I know I've read more of, but. (laughs) Honestly, like, I think it's when we're under pressure and like, we have to think about them. That's why we can't do it. Former Becky did not keep Goodread shelves. She made mistakes. Present Leah is very pissed at past Leah for being so stupid when it comes to her good read shows. So joining us for this breakdown, this trope talk of all the fakes, our pack, our pad, (laughs) our podcast contributors, Heather, Rachel, and Jenny. Everyone, welcome to our trope talk. How are you guys? We're great. How about you, Becky? We're great. Not everybody's speaking all at the same time here. <laughs> Don't talk. Well, I didn't do an intro because we'll record the intro without them. So you could have just done it with them. It's fine. <laughs> it's um, fine. Now we're, we're giving trade secrets away. Um, so <laughs> this is our third trope talk. Yes. Second, is it our third? It's definitely our It's either the two. third or the fourth. Yeah, it's the third or the Jenny fourth. says it's the fourth. I trust well, Jenny's judgment. Siblings, we battled just Leanna. Oh, yeah, it didn't count oh, then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Were you counting the siblings, Jenny? I was counting okay. the siblings. So it's just okay. three. So far, we have covered close enforced proximity. Mm-hmm. And... Parents. The parents. Parents. <laughs> My wow. God, Becky, it's so sad. Like this is it our is podcast. our own show. Um, and then Lee and I battled siblings, best friends, our best friend siblings, and then I was there for that. <laughs> and Heather mm-hmm. was there with us for that. So this trope talk, we are going three. for the fakes. All the fakes. All the fakes. And when oh, I put excited. the field, <laughs> oh the faces you guys so when i put out the text and i'm like next trope talk is the fakes like i swear the i'm in i'm in i'm in was like in seconds like as soon as they saw it they were like really fast one this time every once in a while we'll send a text and it's like they don't want to hang out with us or something oh oh i was on this one plus like your timing sometimes is off like sometimes i'm on a conference call and i just have to take some time to work and (laughs) yeah but anyway i was excited about this and i was Uh even more excited because i've read like 30 percent of the books i read are fake relationships right (laughs) how do you figure that out i don't i don't have time to do the goodreads thing but this is my jam every time i see (laughs) fake anything i'm like sign me up i'm in i'm in 
Yeah. I was at Walmart yesterday and Jenny texts me to ask me a couple questions. She's like, Becky, there are just too many books. And I'm like, I I'm <laughs> sorry. I will say it was hard to narrow it down to two to three. Oh, I did. I didn't. I, I didn't did follow it. any of those rules this time. Too bad. So mm-hmm. sad. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, I'll please follow the rules. I'm always like, here's one. Everybody else can have extra. No, this time I've got like five in one category and I'm going to mention all of them. Okay. Also, so Lindsay Becky, is laying down the law tonight. Uh, Becky threw in a new one this morning at 936. And I was like, it's Jenny's uh, fault. This thanks. is Jenny's fault. Wait, what? Good thing I have three up do- my sleeve for that one, though. What was the one at 9 a.m.? I did not The wake up wedded. The, the wake, wake up married. Wedded. Like yeah, who so- I woke up married. Kind of like the- I, my we refer to it as the hangover trope. Okay. Like I, I went to accidentally Vegas. Accidentally married. I went to it Vegas, is, yeah. I got drunk. Look, I'm married. And then I woke up married. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here Hence are all the, the instantaneous <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> so here are all the fakes we are covering this time. We are going to do fake dating, fake engagement. We are doing dating and seduction coach. Let me just say, Becky and I know we've read a lot of these, but we could not think of any when we it were was doing this stupid oh list. Not one. stupid list, but in that moment. Well, it makes me feel, I, I'm kind of mad It former Becky who didn't keep shelves on Goodreads who just read mm-hmm. for pleasure and I'm didn't categorize things too. yeah so yeah. I did that prior to drunk book club and since drunk book club I was really shocked at the sheer volume of books I've read um now that I track <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> um so okay so dating seduction coach marriage of convenience wake up married and arranged marriage. Okay. So let's first talk about just the general umbrella of fake relationships. What do you like about them? What do you want to see in them? And what maybe drives you bonkers about them? Somebody go first. Okay, not all at once. Okay, well, I'll talk about it. So I love the fake relationship thing because usually there's like an underlying attraction present anyway. And it's just kind of like through the fake dating, they kind of open up to each other. They learn more about each other. It creates like a forced proximity situation where they have to learn and then they fall in love. And it's so steamy. Some of these books are just so steamy. It's good. I like how with a fake it doesn't know it's not always the same reason that they find themselves having to fake be anything you know like everyone's reason is different maybe they're trying to you know impress some their family or maybe their grandma is really you know pushing somebody towards them like oh sorry I got this girlfriend over here it can't happen I just like the reasons behind it yeah Jenny what do you like about um, it I think I like how it doesn't put like some one person doesn't have to like put themselves out there to like I don't know make the first moves per se like because they usually know each other in some way or acquaintance or like siblings best friend or well they're usually typically there's some kind of relationship you know even if it's like 
he's a movie star and she's a waitress who he's eaten at her restaurant a million times or something. There usually is the underlying attraction. I did find that there is, I have a ton that all revolve around being a wedding date. Like as I was doing Mm -hmm. this, I felt like we should just do a wedding date. episode. (laughs) Did you write it down? No wedding date episode here. I'll write it down. You're supposed to put it in teams. I love now. that idea. No, I'm um, not in teams. Okay, so but I did get new notebooks as an aside. <laughs> no. So let's start with the very first. Is there anything in fake relationships we do not like? Sometimes I don't like the like the third act breakup, like the reasoning behind it. Sometimes that makes me very frustrated and angry. But. I don't like when one of like the internal monologue is all about like, oh, well, this is going to end in like two weeks and we're going to go our separate ways. And they like say it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, maybe you should uh, say that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody yeah. else? I, I agree. Sometimes they don't communicate with each other when real feelings start to develop and that's a little obnoxious. Oh, yeah, it's God. like just grow up and not up and speak your mind, people. It's like you're already sleeping together. What do you have to lose? This is true. Right. <laughs> I I sometimes get a little bonkers with the deception that they buy into the fakeness of the relationship so much that that justifies denying their feelings or not being deceiving to themselves and to each other about the emotions that are now entangled because they rely, it's kind of like what Jenny said, they relying so heavily on the, it's only for this amount of time. It's not real. Or the self doubt that comes sometimes like, is she really want to be with me or is it just for the big payout? Or does he really want to be with me? Or is it just to save his reputation? Well, that's like the, I think the ones that bother me the most in that situation is when they're getting like engaged or dating or married because like he needs his inheritance and like, she like, or he needs money for something or she is getting married to claim her inheritance. So there's this like monetary, like gain or like emotion, not emotional gain, but like, there's a, there's a goal for them. And the only way to get it is to be married or in a relationship. Like that kind of bugs me when it, they always like reiterate that, like, I'm only in this for the money or I'm only in this for this. Yeah. Um, Okay. So first up, fake dating. The first of the fakes we're going to talk about is fake dating. This is the trope situation where they need a date for a wedding to fix their reputation or a date to fool an ex are some of the best of the trope, I think, are in the su- are in the rom- rom-com subgenre. Mm-hmm. I think fake dating in rom-com is hilarious. Yep, for sure. Um, okay, so uh let's do we just want to jump into book recs and then kind of go about what we like about each of those books yeah let's do it okay so since Lindsay is so desperate to get these book recs (laughs) out of her mouth like i swear she's going to come through my screen in any minute be like i need to talk so Lindsay, share your fake dating book recs with us and tell us why you like them so much okay the number one front runner by elsie silver her books, I'm fanning myself. They're so steamy. Um, they're really, really good. 
Uh, so that one, and then I actually have a bunch on here, but I would say like my two favorite from that genre are the front runner by Elsie Silver and then fake by Carla Sorensen. I just love Bauer. I think he's one of my like favorite mm-hmm. book boyfriends. I agree. He's a good one. Uh, Jenny, who are your fake dating book recs? Um, a very bossy Christmas by Kaylee Loring. And oh, I have like five, so let's see. Just, um, just run through them. We don't care. Okay, "Hold Me Today" by Maria Lewis. Oh, that's a really good one. "The H- Hooker and the Hermit" by L. H. Coseway and Penny Reed. Wait, American. That's a dating no, coach. No, it's not. No, it is not. It's the not. And the Hermit is not. No. Nope. Nope. Okay, I will tell you which one it is. Okay, when we get yep, to that it's one. a different one. It is. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> American. Oh. American Ski Cart by Pippa Grant and Dirty Like Me by Jamie Dimon. Oh, okay. Heather, what are your fakes? Because like nobody said any of mine and I had like 10 on my list. So nobody said any of mine either. So my first one is uh, The Mayor and the Mystery Man by AJ Truman. So this is an MM romance and the mayor is up against like up for re-election and he needs this fake boyfriend. So his friend from California comes. It's so great. I love it uh southern center by jessica peterson um he needs to prove that he's over his brother's uh, fiance uh the fake out by ian finley that's another mm romance it's kind of a by awakening uh fake start by jasmine miller super great yeah. uh faking it with 41 by piper rain and then Crossing Borders by uh marie james he's actually a security guard for uh they're mine yeah, and it's so good. It's a by awakening, so it's an MM, and I think it and it's part of the Black Bridge security. So good. And That's it's really good. good. Okay, Leah, who are your fake dates? <clears throat> okay, so I have Dirty Talker by Mira Lynn Kelly. This is yes. the Slayers Hockey number four. I totally okay. took that one from Becky. That's okay. <laughs> it's Harlow and Wade, and Wade needs a date to his brother's wedding. And Wade is like the nicest hero, but he is has such a dirty mouth too. But I just love them. And they don't have that weird like third act breakup, which I really enjoy. Um, I have Stealing Sawyer by Samantha Christie. Um, this is part of the Perfect Game series and Aspen and Sawyer. Sawyer needs a PR like rep boost because he is a dirty playboy who ha- kind of has some anger issues. And then, so he needs this relationship to show that like he is steady, like he is capable of like being like a family guy. Um, and then I have Saving Danger by Katie Rias. It is the Redstone Security Series. It's number 17 in that series. You do not have to read those in order though. Um, you can machete them, but don't do that because it stresses me out. <clears throat> so this is Ivy and Noah's story. Um, it is a fake relationship for a job that Noah has, but they both have had feelings for each other for a really long time. It's also sibling's best friend. Um, and then my last one, because I kept myself to like four or five, um, is Manned Cuffed by Serena Bowen and Tanya Ebby. Um, it's Manhand's book four. This is Meg and Mac. My honestly, one of my favorite parts of this book is the fact that when she first meets him, she mistakes him for a stripper because he's in his uniform. Yeah. And she's like tries to get him to like get out of it, but he needs a date to his sister's wedding. So again, wedding date. Wedding date. All right, um, Becky, what are yours? I took two so, of yours. I apologize. That's okay because I still have like 14, so we're safe. Um <laughs> my most favorite fake dating romance 
and I constantly recommend this one, and I wish that more people would freaking read it already. Uh, the Four Day Fling by Emma Hart. She picks a guy up at the club, has one night stand with him. As she's trying to leave, she's writing him a note and asking him if she will be his date to her sister's destination wedding. What she doesn't know, well, and he wakes up and they have breakfast together and he decides to be her date. What she doesn't know is he is a hockey all-star and he is like the ultimate favorite player of everyone in her family. And she has convinced them that they've all, that they've been dating for a while. It's so funny. And she has a grandpa who, like, has to go to the strip club all the time in the book. So funny. Um, and then next, I would say, is Fractured Chris, Fa- Fractured Kiss by L.M. Danglish. This is book four in her Fractured Rockstar series. She's on tour with him, but she's actually engaged to the opening band and breaks up with him because he she catches her fiance in a he's a dirty dog he's a dirty dog and she ends up pretending to be dating the bass player in the book because they're you know there's rumors circulating in the tabloids about her and him and all this stuff so very very good i uh also recommend the ozone by kelly jameson this is book one in her bears hockey book two series she is, um, he's a hockey player and unbeknownst to him, she is the daughter of the owner of his hockey team and they fake date because her dad's trying to arrange a marriage or a dating relationship with a guy she doesn't like. And then book four is Running from the Blaze by Ophelia Martinez. This book, um, they're trying to save his reputation and she is saying goodbye to a part of her life and moving on with the next piece of her life and doesn't want to go into that as a virgin. So she wants some experience. So that is that one. Um, so that's it for my fake dating. But anyway, just a little shout out to the bookcase and coffee blog. If you follow over there over the next couple of days, I'm going to be doing a new series called stacking the stacks of the TBR and I will be doing a rundown of all these different subtropes and all the books that are I've read that I love that are part of those tropes. So you can follow that over on Bookcase and Coffee for more book recs because your TBR is never big enough. And I think Jenny's going to join me in doing this too. So I am. <laughs> um, okay. Next up, fake engagement. Like, hey, look, can you pretend to be my fiance? Uh, this is just one more step into the whole fake dating ruse where the couple pretends to be engaged for a variety of purposes. It can be a business deal, family obligation, reputation, or to fool an ex. Stupid ex. So Heather, <laughs> start first for us. Engagement. Okay, but I want to go first on the marriage of convenience because I'm afraid someone's going to steal my favorite. No. Okay, well, never mind. No, Jenny, go first in engagement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Faking Miss Miss Wright by Claire Kingsley. Like this is why I have a martini glass on my arm. Yeah, Shepard's like a closet sensitive guy and just a really good book boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, Asher Black by Parker Huntington. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Homecoming <laughs> King by Penny Reed. The Contract by Melanie Moreland. 
um, the proposal by Maya Hughes. Mm -hmm. You have not stolen. So what do you like about this term? Is there anything like in particular about these books that's the engagement that you like that it? I like when things get awkward because like <laughs> people are usually like expecting a wedding or a breakup at some point or there's like the questions about their sexual activity when there's going to be babies um, or, you know, like they haven't gotten their past story of how they met together and how long they've been together, like cleared up and yeah, the awkwardness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In an engagement, I like that it, I think that it adds a little bit more intensity to the relationship because you have to prove that you are really in love and together. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that engagement is like next level dating as far as angst and intensity in this trope. Okay, Lindsay, who are your fake engagements? Who are you fake engaging? I just did two. I know I have way more on my list, but I can't find them all on what I've read, but I've read a ton of this. Um, so I just put Dr. Scandalous by Jay Salmon because I think that one is so good. One of the things I love about it, um, and I was going to mention this before, is like usually when there's like a billionaire aspect or like a star aspect in these books, like there will be one party like wanting to shield the other from the spotlight, especially when they're like very introverted and not okay with that. And I love like that they have to overcome like something personal to like make a relationship work um, and that they're making the conscientious decision that it's like worth it. Because <laughs> I, I just love that. I think that's so realistic. And then I like Five Day Fiance by Mickey Miller. That's a good that's one. a good one. <clears throat> okay, Heather, who are your fake engagements? I'm with, I, I know I've read a ton, but I couldn't come across them. Again, Five Day Fiance by Mickey Miller is really good. <laughs> Actually, he has like a, it's a brother's trip. There's three of them. Really good. The Lake House is really good. Um, and then my favorite is Bishop by Sawyer Bennett. Uh, she kind of just like has like, it's, they, it's a new, brand new expansion team in Arizona and um, they have a one night stand and then they both get to work the next morning she works for the Arizona Vengeance and happens to be the coach's daughter. And he's so like the star player. And he's, she's like, he's like, why are you here? And she's like, me, why are you here? And her dad comes in and he's like, how do you two know each other? And she's like, we're engaged. And he's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. I love it. Bishop and Bishop and Brooke are so great. They're sort of like the foundation of that whole vengeance crew i love them they're so good it involves a plane and mm -hmm. lots of apologies mm -hmm. um anyway leah what are your engagements like okay my fake engagements okay so i have undercover engagement by samantha beck this is part of her private pleasure series um eden and swain which I, I double checked the name because I was like, am I right? But no, so they work together and they have to do this fake engagement um, for, um, they work are working undercover naturally, hence the name, but they don't always see eye to eye and they're kind of enemies as well because they, they clash, but it is really well done. And then I have Hot Head by Stella Reese. It is her part of her Irresistible series. Um, it is Drew and Evie. So Evie has broken up with her boyfriend and like Drew witness her, witnesses her drunk dialing him and begging him to come back to her. 
and she's, and she realizes like, she's a dumbass. And then, but there are tabloid pictures. Cause he, I believe he's a, he's a, some sort of sports player. I can't think off the top of my head, which what he is. Um, but the tabloids like see them. And so like, they have to create this whole like engagement surrounding that. Cause he is a hothead and doesn't have the best like rep. And so it kind of helps them both. Cause it shows the boyfriend that she's over him and it helps his like rep in the meantime. And then I have 30 day boyfriend by Whitney G. This is actually a novella, um, but it is Emily and Nicholas and she is his assistant. And so he has had the hots for her forever, but she hates him because he is a slave driver and she like wants him to fire her. Um, but it's really good. You just have to read it. I don't want to give anything away. And then I have the real thing by Melissa Foster. This is sugar Lake book one. I have just two more. This one. No, this one is more. the last one. This is the no. Last one. Yes. Go on. It's <sighs> gonna list and go. Oh, I know. But this is Willow and Zane. It's very good. And then Mr. Fiance nope. by Lauren Landish. She's done. She's done. It's really good. Just read it. She's done. Um, I have accidentally engaged by Fair Heron. Um, it involves a baking competition and an arranged marriage and. Ooh. Um, it's a trad pub, so it's a little slower of a burn, but, um, it deals a lot with family expectations and dating someone and it's just, it's very good. So I highly recommend that one. Big Rock by Lauren Blakely. His family owns a, uh, jewelry store and to prove that he is mature enough to take over the jewelry store and that he's not just a big old player, he gets fake engaged. Um, he's a big old player but he's a big old player. And then my all-time favorite in this is Fake, West Hollywood book number one by Kylie Scott. He is a Hollywood movie star. She is a waitress. He has been coming every day that he's in LA to her restaurant to be served lunch, but he comes at odd hours. And she just thinks he comes there because it's quiet and they keep the restaurant open just for him and he can avoid crowds and stuff. He actually has been pining for her. He He's attracted to her. her. He low-key stalks her. Um, and then he got into some trouble on set and needs a fiancé to temper down some uh, rumors about him. So fake by uh, Kylie Scott. Okay. Before we... We're going to do relationship coaching. So. Oh, wait. I got to slide down to the bottom for that one <laughs> um leah okay you can start us off try to keep it at five i only have know. four for this one okay okay so my first one is the player in the pixie by lh causeway and penny reed this is also in the rugby series and the one that becky was talking about but this one is the relationship dating coach and it's Sean and Lucy, but I love this one because it's a different take on it because Lucy, the heroine is the love coach because they have a one night stand and Sean is really bad in bed. She's the sister of the guy from the first book. Yes. <clears throat> so it all comes full circle, but I like that because it, it, you don't often get that switch. Um, and then I have my brother's billionaire best friend by Max Monroe. This is part of her billionaire collection. Um, it's maybe in Milo and maybe maybe needs to lose her virginity and wants Milo to teach her his ways. Right. And then I have 
Southern Player by Jessica Peterson. Um, this is Grace and Luke. And this one is a little bit different too, because Grace is a confident woman. Like she's very like secure in like her life, but she has been dating duds and wants to know why. So she wants somebody to teach her and allow her to ask what she wants. Like in bed in those situations. And then my last one is Wingman by Katie McCoy. This is chasing Kelsey. Kelsey is pined after her boss for like years and he doesn't see her and Chase is a dirty dog um, bartender who sleeps with all the barflies. And she's like, Chase can teach her the ways of being seductive. And those are my four. Okay, Jenny. I only have two. Dating. Um, okay. Yep. Dating-ish by Penny Reed. Um, she's kind of looking for alternatives to dating um, and they find themselves in the situations together. And then the perfect first by Maya Hughes, um, he overhears her taking interviews for um, losing her virginity. Uh, Lindsay, do you have any dating coach, Rex? Yes. Uh, feels like love by Jenna Hartley. I'm going to recommend this every single podcast I can, because I love that <laughs> book, <laughs> but seriously, he cooks. And so she's a single mom and, um, she's been on her own for a long time. And like, she hasn't been with anyone since she's had her child and it's been years and her brother's best friend is back in town and she's always liked him. And he's been around a lot, helping them out living with, I think they're living together. Well, his apartment floods. Yeah, so they're living together. Um, They're living together. So he's like taking care of her and cooking. And she wants to get back out in the dating world and asks him for help. And then, spoiler alert, they fall in love, obviously. Um, But it's just so good. It's such a good, happy read. And then I also put Dating Ish by Penny Reed because I just love that take on the trope. It's a really fresh take um, because they're actually looking for like alternatives, like Jenny mentioned, to dating. But like she's a journalist and um she's following him in his experiments with like artificial intelligence in the realm of like substituting human connection um and it's just really interesting and good and then when it pops it pops it's very funny. <laughs> that's always a win heather <laughs> who are your dating coach relationship coaching Rex. I know I have more, but I only have one off the top of my head, and it's my very favorite. It is All the Way by Kendall uh, Ryan. Um, it is in her, it's a Seattle ho- uh, hockey series. It's book two. Um, she is actually a sexual assault survivor, and she's super anxious about getting back into the dating world and being intimate. And her and Owen are very close, and they kind of, um, he kind of works with her, and he is sort of known as a player and he just handled it's just such a great book so check it out um i have every time i fall by lexi ryan which is book three yeah. in the orchid valley mm-hmm. i mean i've only been raving about this book for like over a year now so if you haven't read it, it i mean it was one of our read top reads of 2021 Hard and Fast by Mary Carr. Leah and oh, I just read this God, book. It's so good. This so week. good. So freaking good, you guys. She is a nerdy gamer heroine, and he is her boss with a quiet, nerdy side, That, but he's mm-hmm. also kind of a bit of a player. She's a virgin wow. technically. Mm-hmm. There are sex toys involved in it, like lots of sex toys. Anyway, mm-hmm. cannot recommend that one enough. It's um, very very good 
I think I love you, which by Lauren Lane, this is Oxford number five. Um, they are competing journalists in a man's magazine and she's kind of the tomboy and wants to be attract. She wants to make herself more attractive to the guy she's crushing on in the, um, at the magazine. And he is like her buddy and she asks him to help and he actually really likes her. So he helps, but so that, you know, he can have time with her. It's pretty funny. Um, and then I have private practice by Samantha Beck because uh, she, I don't think she's a virgin. No, she's not. But she's never had an orgasm and needs help. And so her friend from high school, as she's back to her small down, he totally comes through for her. And, and it's hilarious. And all sorts of good stuff ensues. Okay. Heather, to you with marriage of convenience. Because apparently you have the best one. Are we, that we're all going to separating steal. marriage of convenience and wake up married into two? Or are we yes. going to do them at the same time? No, we're going to separate. Well, we can do them at the same time, but make sure you like do marriage of convenience first and then do your wake up okay. married. I mean, yeah, we can do like, it either way. I just was curious. I kind of think about like marriage of convenience of like, I have to get married for like an inheritance or I am a total PR nightmare. So I have to get married um, or like citizenship or health insurance, mm -hmm. which brings me to my favorite, which is Dax. Cheese and rice. <laughs> Sawyer Bennett. Dax is like <laughs> on my book boyfriend list every time. So Dax um, marries. This is why his... she had to go first because she mm -hmm. stole my man. Dax marries his you cannot childhood. Have all of Sawyer's uh, yeah, I know, but I'm gonna. <laughs> um, she, he Dax marries his childhood best friend's sister because she needs health insurance, and oh, weird, they fall in love, and Dax is so amazing. Um, Such a caregiver. Also... I know I just love him um the penalty box by Odette Stone it's another hockey series it is so so good Vancouver Jenny did you have that one <laughs> that was my top first. one <laughs> so then there's a little gem it's actually called the marriage of convenience I read it like years ago and it is by Katie Cayley and it I like all I it's so good I can't even it's just really good check it out I won't take oh. any more from you because there's a whole bunch more I have written down. Okay. <laughs> I'm going next. Married. I'm mm -hmm. going next because, oh, are, do you have wake up married, Heather? Do you have any mm. wake? Mm -hmm. Okay. Read your yeah. wake up married. Um, The Dream Maker by Stacey Lynn. Mm, that's so a really good It's part one. of her Vegas Viper series. Super. Oh, I'm stealing apparently more from Becky. Oh, no, um, I didn't have that one. I haven't read that series yet. And I don't know. I I think play to win is similar, but it's not really, they didn't wake up married, but it was like all of a sudden, like, oh, I met you at a club and we're going to get married and we're moving to California. And it's the beginning of the win hockey series by Kelly Jamison. That one, that one you stole for me. There's another one I have on my list, but I don't, it, say it. it's a fake relationship. Just say it. Irresponsible Puck Boy by Eden Finley and Saxon James, but I don't want to really wreck it for anybody. But it's the MM. So good. Okay. Sorry, I'm done now. <laughs> okay. Okay, Becky, go ahead. Um, I have Marriage for One by Ella Mays. He is <laughs> the epitome of the grunchy grumpiness. 
Oh, was that yours, Jenny? Jenny's going to throw That was my down. second one. She's <laughs> right. Sorry. But they're um, not sorry. Picture Perfect Lie, Kings of Castle Beach, number one, by Marquita Valentine. They meet in an airport. Their plane is delayed. He is in the service. She is a single mom there with her baby trying to get home. She's going home to beg her parents to take her back because she's homeless, jobless, and can't do this anymore. And she comes from a wealthy family and she got disowned when she got pregnant. They meet at the airport and he's only going to be home for 10 days before he has to leave again. And he's from also a very wealthy family in the area that she's headed back to. And they get married by a pilot in the airport while they're waiting for their delay and then has to go um, convince his family that they're in love and that they're married and that this is real. So she has a place to stay and can be taken care of. It's very, very good. Um, Plan B by Jana Aston. It's a one night stand. She finds herself pregnant and um, crashes the hero's grandfather's retirement party and introduces herself to his grandmother as his wife. But they're not married. Well, they're not married. No, they had a one night stand and she's pregnant and has been trying to get a hold of him. Finally real sees a picture in a newspaper, realizes who he is, goes to this engagement party and introduces herself as his wife. And then he has a, reputation of being a player and a, he wants to be considered to take over a division of the family business it's all tied into good time he's one of the cousins mm. of uh the hero from good time so it's anyway it's hilarious um and then the bat the billionaire bachelor by jessica lemon is another one i recommend and this is again to save the company and not lose a client, which I have a lot of those. But I won't take any others because I think the rest of mine are all on Lindsay's list, which okay. was like eight strong. Um, okay, so now you do need to do your wake up. We got married. Lick by Kylie Scott. This is a Vegas wedding. They're drunk. He's a rock star. Oh, look. She wakes up on the bathroom floor after being sick with a big giant ring on her finger. And she's married to a rock star. Um, My Unexpected Vow by Harlow James. They get drunk and go get married, and then they decide to stay together. And um, this is our drunk book club pick for the month of July. Uh, good Times, or Good Time by Jana Aston. Anyway, she got married and thought she married a mob boss that owns the strip club. It's so funny. Um, okay, Lindsay, give your list because I'm not kidding. There's like eight of them. There's a lot. Um so I did narrow it down a little bit. Uh, so for the marriage of convenience, call me crazy with Melanie Harlow. I love that. I love in the beginning scene when there's an engagement, there's <laughs> he's trying to get fake engaged to somebody else. And then he pops the question and the ring has somebody else's initials in it. It's like a secondhand ring. Like he could not have been any more lax about this. Um, and he's like trying to get engaged to this much, much younger woman. Anyway, he winds up getting engaged to his childhood and like lifelong nemesis and they it's like an enemies to lovers component it's so good so good and then marriage effect by Carlos Sorensen I really love that one um mm -hmm. that's just so good but uh, my favorite is neutral grounds by Jiffy Kate 
uh Cece is my favorite she's like the glue that holds all of Jiffy Kate's series together like she comes up in all of them um like I think even in her even in her series that she does in Sparty Pants World like Cece comes up as like, like when they go to her coffee shop when they're in mm-hmm. New Orleans and I just love that um she's my favorite her and Shep get together she thinks she needs um anyway it, it's just so good so for Waking Up Married I think score her heart falls here because like she's jilted bride. She's supposed to be getting married. Her um, fiance leaves her at the altar and then she winds up marrying her best friend. And the next morning they wake up and they're like freaking out. She's freaking out about it. And then they wind up deciding to do like a trial period. And then I just read this one, My Vegas Wedding by Piper Rain. It's an MMA um, fighter and they wake up in Vegas after his fight (laughs) and she's on a girl's trip and she freaks out she freaks out so hard she like flies home and then he follows her to Alaska it's like a remote small town Alaska and it's just so good it's so funny um I really love that one so I could I could do more but I won't (laughs) so Jenny have we completely wiped your entire list oh I still got like four more Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Marriage of Inconvenience by Penny Reed. It's the seventh book in the Knitting of this in the City series with Dan, the security man. Um, if you read that series, you know who Dan is. Um, even better than the real thing by Melanie Summers. Um, she needs to like find something to do her PhD in art. And he needs a wife to inherit the castle that happens to have some art that, that could get her a PhD, PhD like mentor. So they both win if they are married. Um, Brutal Vows by J.D. Um, Geisner. It's an arranged marriage that ends up being a marriage of convenience. Um, I won't spoil it. And then... Behind the Veil by Catherine Nolan is they're not actually married. They're fake married for the job they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then Wake Up Married, I have Marrying Mr. Wrong um, by Claire Kingsley, which they actually knew each other before, but then alcohol is involved and they are suddenly married and she wants to get divorced and he doesn't. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh Okay, Leah, your turn. Marriage of Convenience and Wake Up Married. Okay, I just have, okay, so first off, Marriage of Convenience. This first one, it's actually an entire series. So it's the Weekday Bride series by Catherine Bybee. Um, It's a seven book series and they are billionaire marriages. And the whole premise of the series is the the heroine in book one owns a company in which she arranges marriages for wealthy men or wealthy women who need something for that. And like, there's like contracts and everything. It's a very good series. You should read it. Um, the second one is the bluff by Willa Nash. Um, it's just it's very, very good. And then my last one of marriage con- of convenience is work in progress by Stacey Hart. It is Amelia and Thomas Thane. Um, Amelia is a little bit, she's such a sweetheart, but she's a little bit sheltered. And like, the whole idea is like, like her first kiss is like when they kiss at the wedding. So she's, but it's really well done. And he's, he's kind of a jaded 
character. He has a lot of baggage, but okay. And then my wake up married. My first one is running from a rock star by Jamie Albright. Um, it's the brides on the run book one. This is Scarlett and Gavin. Um, Scarlett is such a sweetheart, but she's also a virgin, but she even says like, she will only lose her virginity to her husband. And so they get married and she wakes up and freaks out and, and leaves. And then he tracks her down. <clears throat> um, next is it wasn't me by Lanny Lynn Vale. Um, this is for Piper and Jonah, but the one thing I like about this one is they, there's no panic after they wake up married, like they wake up, they're married and they kind of are just like, okay, let's, let's roll with this. And, and there's no like second guessing it or anything like that. And then my last one for wake up married is accidentally hitched by Piper Sullivan. This is book one in the accidental hookups series. Um, there's like these older ladies who kind of have like voodoo over the town and there's just couples that they do like these crazy dances and get drunk and they wake up and they're married. It's a really good series. It's really funny. But those are mine. Um, last up is the arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. So um, this is something that we are going to see more typically in mafia romance or, or darker romances. Um, so this might not be everybody's jam because there's probably going to be some other problems within an arranged marriage setting. Um, Leah, what you got with arranged marriage? Okay, so first I have Lake by Michelle Hurd. This is part of her Trinity Academy series. So Lake and Lee, um, the marriage is arranged by their parents. Lee is Korean and her father arranges a marriage where she like she knows very little English and she's going to marry an American and have to move here, marry him. And it's a business, like it's a business deal. It's really good because Lake is this really sweet guy who just really wants to do everything possible to make everything like the transition for her easier. And then I have sweet temptation by Cora Riley. Sorry, Heather. This is Cassio and Julia. I have, I could honestly, like I had a hard time finding some of these ones because <laughs> again, past Leo was stupid and did not like do good read shelves. Um, but Cassio and Julia, this is arranged. He needs like a wife and like a mom for his kids. Um, and he's, he's supposedly this really like scary bad guy, but he doesn't really come off that way in the book. <clears throat> and then my last one is Obligation by Aurora Rose Reynolds. This is book two in the Underground Kings series. It is Mila and Kai's book. And it's one of those things where like, they've kind of been destined to be married since they were younger. Um, and they're just wonderful together. And oh, that whole series, hot damn people. You got to read it if you haven't. Jenny, who are your arranged marriages? Um, I have Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark. That's the first book in her Brutal Birthright series. It, it, yeah, it's she's the daughter of one mob family. He's the son of the other. They do not get along. Yeah, and she, she's kind of at fault for the arranged marriage, so she can't yeah. be totally mad about it. Um, and then Shattered Vows by Shana Rose. Um, we did a quick shot on it. 
That's a good one. That is a very good one. Huh. Is that all your arranged marriages? Yeah, I didn't. Apparently, okay. I don't like people to be forced married. Lindsay, what are your arranged marriages? I haven't read very many of these. So I read typically like lighter romance on the whole, just because I read it to decompress. Um, so like the heavier stuff, it's just a little too much mentally for me most of the time, but I'll read anything. So the only one I had on my list was Brutal Prince because I don't think I've read any others. So it's okay. <laughs> I had a hard time with this one. Um, <laughs> okay, Heather, now that all of these people have stolen your books, do you have any left? They didn't steal all of them. I didn't. Don't worry. I stole nothing. Heather reads a lot of <laughs> mafia romances. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm an avid mafia romance person. Um, and that comes, I'm a huge, I'm a his, I have a social studies license. So history is fascinating to me and obviously like mafia history. So Sweet Temptation is my all time favorite. I think I've read it like eight times. It's by Cora Riley. She has a whole bunch of my favorite arranged marriages. Um, about my duty is the Chicago mafia. It's so good. It's a second marriage. It's her second marriage. They both, um, it's very good. Twisted emotions is the Vegas, um, the Vegas, um, no, uh, twisted emotions is Vegas. And she was sexually assaulted as a child and it's so good. Um, the Fixer by Renee Rose is a Bratva series. Um, it's a Chicago Bratva and um, he is marrying some girl from Russia. And then Disgraced by Eva Winners. Um, it's a series of three friends um, and then three mafia friends and it's very, very good. Um, okay, so I have Filthy Rich, which is book two in the Five Points Mob Collection by Serena Aykroyd. She's Russian mob. He's Irish mob. They're forced to marriage. Um, and it's an age gap. It's very well done. So earlier this year, I read this, the Kings of Italy book one and two. It's a duet by Malia Finelli. It is bonkers. It is bonkers, but it is amazing. She is promised and arranged to marry the hero's son. But instead, she marries his father. And it's Italian mob, and it is sexy, and there is kidnapping. It's so very good. Um, Savage Beginnings by J.L. Beck and C. Holman. It's book one in the Moretti crime family. She has promised to him to pay back a debt that her father owes him. And then um, one that is not mafia, but it is dark. The Initiation, which is book by Nikki Sloan. It's book one in the Filthy Rich Americans. And that series is bonker, bonker, bonkers. Like, holy shit, bonkers. Um, and then The Marriage Contract by Katie Robert, which is book one in the O'Malley's. They have sex in a car. Heather and I did a quick uh, shot on it. It was freaking hot. Um, okay, so that's it for Arranged Marriage. There is one book I need to talk about that we did not mention, but Lindsay and I did a quick shot on Jock Wanted, and it was such a delightful twist on a fake mm -hmm. relationship. It doesn't really fit anywhere because she wasn't fake dating the hero. Um, she was fake dating one of the hero's hockey players for the team that he's the general manager of. Um, but I like when an author takes that trope 
and puts a spin on it. And that was it's what really this was. good. It was very, I very well done. Put that in my recommendations for fake dating. I put four in there, but I only mentioned two because I was trying to be good. I was trying to just be bad for one trope. Yeah, it's fair. I also um, put Axel by Samantha Whiskey because I don't know if you remember we did that one. That one is mm-hmm. they were married. They get married. Yeah, they're married. They are married. They're married. Okay. Well, I didn't oh, remember God. where it felt fit, but I just remember I read that and then I read like the whole series mm-hmm. in a day. Um, and they like break that. <laughs> it's really fucking hot. Also, I have one and I don't know where it fits because it's like not relationship coach, but um the baby proposition by Kim Lorraine. Um they're she that wants be... a baby. I don't yeah, know what that is. Is that like a yeah. baby one? You know, I was thinking about that too. Like, where does that fit? Because I really We could like... make like an ancillary in the baby tropes one. Yeah. I like the Jacinda Wilder series where like the, you know, the, oh, they yeah. want the billionaire baby daddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The well, all. Because there funny. are a few like but, books like, out does... there where the one wants a baby. And so the guy, she's like pined after. It's like, you, I will do that for you. Right. It's a little bit like fake dating where like, you know, people see him together and then all of a sudden he's like, well, I'm not going to stick around and it's already planned. You know, it, like, I think right. we need an ancillary in the, in the babies. Yeah. Cause I, I have one too, donor. where she wants to get pregnant and asks him for his sperm and he'll, he says, we'll do it the old fashioned, old fashioned right. way. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy's like, I'm not, I won't charge you a stud fee. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, Oh, funny. Anyway, okay. Thank you all of you for joining us for the trope talk, all the fakes. Um, I appreciate you all joining us and sharing all of your book recs. Anyway, we are always happy to give recommendations. <laughs>Okay, everybody should have walked away with like 60 new book recs. Yeah, well, because we did at least, at least like 10 per per type. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I would like to say like it was a new balance of authors too. Mm-hmm. I agree because I mean, we had those like go-to's. I honestly, this time going into it, and I think that's part of the reason I had so much trouble with it. Cause I was like, I want to do authors that I don't talk about every episode because I read such a vast variety of authors. I wanted to give some attention to different ones tonight. Well, the same, the same. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that I was not going to all my old standbys mm-hmm. um, while they do write some fake relationships. And as I mentioned in the trope talk, I'm starting a series over in the blog called stacking the stacks on your TBR. And I will break down with more book recs. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I didn't, we don't want this to be a six hour long episode. <laughs> no, but it could be. I mean, it we could really talk about be. one subtrope for like an hour and a half and give At you least. all the recs for it. Right. But then you would, you would, your TBRs would hate us even well, more than you'd they stop do Stop listening at some point. You'd be like, these people need to shut it. <laughs> That's true. Um, So true. Okay. We are in week six of summer reading challenge. I know it's been, it's been a lot of fun this year. It's so fun. We're not even to the halfway mark yet. I know, which is kind of crazy. 
but it's, it's been going really well. We've had a ton of engagement. We've had a ton of people like submitting stuff. And then we have those, those people like Gloria, our friend, Gloria, who does a bulk submission. And she's like, I don't know if I submitted these, right. She's like, I don't recommend this. (laughs) They're fine. They're guidelines. It's fine. Exactly. Um, so this week's sponsoring authors are Jeannie St. James. Um, and then Jessica Prince and Jeannie St. James, um, she writes several reverse harems, lots of male male romances. And she has some throuples, some MCs, yeah. some men in uniform. And then Jessica Prince has some rock stars and small town romance, and she's she large. Does, for- she has a pretty good backlist. I like her um, redemption series and her. Um, Actually, I just like a lot of all the series that I've read of hers. So So, upcoming events that you should mark on your calendar for this week. Yes, this week. So on July 6th, we are going to do an Instagram live with Jessica Prince. And we are going to do that one at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So this is the week of Book Bonanza. And a lot of authors are (laughs) headed to Book Bonanza. So things were like a little... A little tighter than usual. A little tighter gauge on time and stuff. And then July 7th, we will be doing a happy hour with our friends Sawyer Bennett at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to celebrate the release of Gage. And as everybody knows, Becky licked him. He is hers. Blah, blah, blah. I have a t-shirt. I have a t-shirt. I know, but I think Lisa claims him first. I think Lisa is wrong. And I am willing to go to fisticuffs against but if you're going all of on, these. Who reads them first? You lose every time. Technically, <laughs> Sawyer, she created him. Yeah, Sawyer, Sawyer doesn't claim them. She leaves. No, it she up to did. Us. She did on Carolina's post. That's true. She said I think he's she mine. Wins then I think she tells lies. He's mine. She wrote she him. She should sell keychains that say "I claim Gage." Here is the thing. I know we talk about Sawyer Bennett a lot. I know that we give her a lot of props and loves. She writes, and Heather recommends some of her books in the trope talk. She writes some of the best, goodest guys. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not golden retrievers. They're not like lap dogs. They are just the epitome of a nice guy. I married a nice guy. But the thing with her books, too, is even her damaged heroes who have, like, jerky moments are essentially nice guys. Like, Riggs. Riggs was kind of a dick. Well, Tacker. Tacker has some major Mm -hmm. emotional upheavals in his life. And he is drinking and avoiding dealing with his emotions. But at the end of the day... He has a good heart. He just mm-hmm. cares intensely. He does. But even those, like, like Riggs, like, even those guys, like, she writes a good dickhead and, like, yeah. a good asshole. Stone! Stone was yes. an ass. Stone Alex, was an ass. from her very first hockey series, he is a dick. But, but does it ma- she makes it work. Okay, so she sponsoring does. author releasing books. Sponsoring authors releasing books this week and where to follow these authors can be found on the website, bookcaseandcoffee.com backslash summer reading W 
six, the number six, not the word six. You can get all the information there. Okay. It's that time. It is. It's time for book. Book. Of. Of. The. The. Week. week. Okay. What is your book of the week? And also I had to switch your, uh, your wording in your little paragraph here because she oh, has the wrong bad? heroine's name. It's not Libby. No. Oh, it's not. It's not Libby. You were in beefcake still. I was still in beefcake. Oh my gosh. It's okay. Um, you're gonna have to help me here. My mind just Harper. 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 <clears throat> I'm writing it in so I don't forget. Um, okay. So I had the privilege of pulling quotes for this book for Krista. So I got an early copy and got to read this before everybody else. Um, and I was, I'm not sad about this <laughs> because <laughs> Leah just got her copy the day we're recording this. So uh-huh. I did. Uh, and I have not had time to dive into it yet. The, so my book is The Nanny and the Heartthrob. This is book four in the Nanny Love Match series by Krista Sandor. And this is a rock star romance, but not typical at all. He is stepping away from fame. He has a lot of baggage. He is going to be raising his niece. And um, his niece is his sister's daughter and her husband and they both the sister and the husband were his former bandmates and they were kind of like a um pop band you know like seven eight years previous to the book um and this book has a lot of emotion but there is a whole quirky side to them as a couple that just brings me so much joy so much joy, but there is, there is a lot of emotion in this book because it's dealing with some grief, not just lost of his, uh, his sibling and bandmates, but also like the grief of moving on from one part of your life into the next and what you're stepping away from. And then, but then there's this whole funny, quirky, true, true Krista Sandor spirit that just has you laughing. And also my favorite side character of all time makes an appearance. <laughs> we meet him in Not Your Average Vixen. And um, I adore him. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And the book starts out, Harper is accidentally auditioning for the next porn star competition. <laughs> they want Bang Bang Barbie, not Bon Bon Barbie. It's going to be so funny. I it's so funny. This one. Um, Leah, what was your book of the week? So my book of the week is Mine to Love by Kennedy L. Mitchell. It is a romantic suspense who nobody is surprised by this that ends with an H-E-A, but it has M-F-M like moments in it. So there's threesomes, but not the way you would think that it would play out because the hero is really possessive. But he's like, okay, we can do this, but there's not a lot of extra touching. It's it's really interesting the way it pans out. But this series is really dynamic. Um, so the it sets up where the three of them had a one-night stand 10 years ago. 
Um, they only knew first names, no last names. Um, Remy, the hero or the heroine gets scared and leaves, but she writes a note and leaves it up to the guys to contact her. Her and Talon, who is the hero or the hero of the book, have a really intense connection, but things happen in his life. And they like her, he, he and Jameson, who's the, the third in this trio, like rush out of the hotel room and don't see her note. And she ends up pregnant and cannot find him, but it would, so it's a secret baby, but it's a really interesting take on it because she is in danger because of the serial killer that, um, had taken her previously. Cause this whole series is based on like law enforcement chasing serial killers, but it's a secret baby. He's about, he's nine years old, but he actually is not in most of the book because of the way the story plays out, but it works really well with the way the story structure is, but it's such a good series. It's really dynamic. It it's a series of standalones. So you can, you can machete it if you must. Um, but yeah, I just really like this series because it's, it's emotional and thrilling and sexy and it's just so good. I talk about it all the time, actually. That's okay. I know it's a favorite, so. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Patreon update. We missed some Patreon anniversaries over the last couple months because um, I wasn't paying attention. So happy one year anniversary to community members Holly and Tina, who joined the community in April of 2021. We appreciate you and are so glad to have you as a part of our community. We would love to have you, the other listeners, to join us, to join the community. I mean, we're a good time, if I do say we so are. myself. I mean, um, we are a good time. I mean, not everybody might think that, but when this episode airs, we will be at 36 Patreon members. We are trying to get to the goal of 40 so that we can have the most epic of giveaways. Our big goal is obviously 500 Patreons so that we can have employees of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, an exclusive drunk book club is or an exclusive of Patreon is Drunk Book Club. That would have worked so much better if you said it right. I know, right? <laughs> anyway. Okay, so July's Drunk Book Club is going to be happening July 16th. And we are going to be reading Good Time by Jana Aston. So like Becky said, it is exclusive to our Patreon members. But if you would like to test this out, because we are a good time, but we are a lot. And some people might not be able to handle us. So if you want to test this out, just send us an email at the bees at bookcasingcoffee.com and we can get you a link. You can hang out with us for the night. If you love us, join our Patreon so you can keep coming back. If you don't, that's okay too, because we know we can be a lot, but we um, have a good time. We do have a good time. Um. Okay. So we are really excited to be partnering with Wildfire... We are really excited to be partnered with Wildfire Marketing Solutions on an upcoming book club on Facebook. It will be in the Wild Readers Facebook group. So if you are interested in joining us for this book club, all you have to do is go over and join the Wild Reader uh, Facebook group. It is linked on our website, so you can check out under the events. It's linked. Our first selection is Promise Me Forever by Layla Hagen. And we will be discussing this book the evening of July 13th. And we will be having some giveaways throughout 
the discussion. So there's some signed copies of the book up for grabs, along with some buzzing about romance swag. Mm-hmm. And then our next group read in our Discord server, which if you would like to join that, you can find details on our website. Um, we will be doing Wasted Words by Stacy Hart, um, and that will be happening July 20th. And I think Jenny and Anna are going to be heading that discussion. Yeah. Um, we haven't done a Stacy Hart book, so this will be great. We haven't. Um, so next time... I'm going to try to be really cool next time. Are you? Yeah. You're not, it's not going to happen though. Um, so we are, we are interviewing romance author, legend, Julie Garwood. Like, holy crap. This is like dream come true territory for me. Like, no, Becky, like when we got the like confirmation email, I mean, the fact that like it even like happened, but we got the confirmation email, there was definitely some squealing, like happy squeals. So happy. Um, I cannot wait to ask her all the questions about her grumpy Highland heroes and then her latest book, Grace Under Fire, which is part of romantic suspense series that is my absolute favorite and I'm obsessed with and why I have such high standards on romantic suspense. It's such a good series though. It's such, such a, good, a series. good series. We did Mercy a while ago, which was book two in the series mm-hmm. um, for a quick shot. And they are trad pub books. So they absolutely should be in your library though. So if you've not read Julie Garwood, I highly, highly recommend her Buchanan, Bernard, Renard, I don't know. Seven thousand people keep adding. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> um, it's really very, very good. Um, okay, so that's it so, for this time. It is, but it was a good episode. It was a good time. It was a good episode and a really good time. And I hope you found lots of book recs. Um, and we'll be back. You're welcome the, for that. We'll be back at the end of the month with our next trip talk. Um, until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 